Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. You know what I love? What do you love? Horror movies and dread-induced scenarios like something walking on the river with its skin peeling <laughs> off at you. Yeah. Well, that's something you should like check out about yourself, I think. Yeah. What's Lots your favorite to unpack there? What's your favorite horror movie? <sighs> I'm not I'm not I a just... horror movie person, is the thing. Okay. Big fan of the Baba Duck. Ooh. Mm. Baba and, um probably poltergeist. Classic for a reason. Yeah, those those two are pretty sweet. Jane, do you have a favorite horror movie? Um, I don't really like horror movies, period. Okay. I would say that I really there's some movies that I guess could fall into that genre that I really like. Okay. Such as? Uh Ready or Not is a more recent one, which was really, really fun. Um also I think Jaws could oh, classify yeah. as a horror movie. And I think Jaws I is it. like one of the best movies ever made. Okay. Jared, you got any you, got, you like any horror? Um, I don't watch much horror. Uh I'm trying to think of like the last horror movie I watched. What's the one? Um The Conjuring. Is that Oh yeah, those are you good. Just watch the Conjuring. I think the first good. one is the one that I've seen and I, I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, same. I don't like horror movies, but I like monster movies. Mm. Yeah, monster movies are cool. Which somehow feel different to me than a lot of horror movies. What about some of the shows like Bly Manor and Okay, so Hill I just House. watched Follow the House of Usher. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen Bly Manor or Hill House or Midnight Mass, but a couple of people, uh, including Ryan, have recommended Hill House yeah, as like, we oh, it's fantastic. It last time we were here. Well, yeah, this brings me to my point about Jason about this, because Ryan was like, oh, it's so much better than House of Usher. Like, you would love it. You should watch it. And he was like, and I said, I don't know. I've heard it's pretty scary. And he was like, no, Jason, like it wasn't that scary. Right. And Jason was like, no, no, it was fine. Except for there was one part where I was screaming out loud in my house. Cause I was I so did, scared. I and there was one thing that was like the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. And I was like, Hmm, maybe it's not. not, not scary. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But it did just get voted by some, I think it was like uh, Esquire or some shit like that as it being the best Netflix show that Netflix has ever put out. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Um, I like Stephen King stuff too. Yeah. Because I feel like that's kind of like horror uh, monsters, but like make it fun. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep this nice and short. Trent, I think Trent has just said that he doesn't like horror. Yeah, not really. I mean, I, I've watched some, but like to me, and I know the film guy is going to be pissed about this, <laughs> but like to me, it's also formulaic that like, I, we already right. know I am gonna be how <laughs> this ends, you know, it's like, it just doesn't, I don't know. Jason's seating. I, I don't get it. I mean, I'm not going to say I disagree with him. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really good point, though. Trent, how do you think this shape walking towards you on the moving river is, is going to end? I think it wants to come ask us a question because I've played the video game before. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, answer my riddles three. I, I, well, I, I do kind of swallow. remember this part, but I don't remember, like, yeah. I, th I think this is not a fight, but that's all I remember. We'll see. What, is it, what does everyone else think? 
Um, just, you just, haven't just, cheated and played the game. Yeah, you certainly made it sound like we got a fight coming. Just with, assumed it was a fight. Yeah, the idea I would that be there's very a, relieved if it wasn't. An undead monster walking on the water is probably Arthur and yeah. Nikolai are like, uh, that's coming not up great. to a night of last <laughs> wall is not a good idea for this poor undead. Yeah, that's a bold life <laughs> decision. <laughs> Uh, unlife decision. Unlife decision. Hey. I would really love Patch? to end an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to end an episode where Ari isn't in immediate precarious danger. Mm-hmm. Be nice to your friends. <laughs> You're still yeah. mad about that. That was four weeks ago now, Jason. <laughs> yeah, at this point, based on either snark or danger, I think Ari and Lucky are both really advocating for some main character vibes at this point. Yeah. Through either snark factor or has been in a, has ended episodes in danger factor. Mm-hmm. Two of you are really sharing lead billing. So yeah, let's, let's cut back. Um, I'm not going to play the, t- I'm not going to play the describe tune because I feel like that would take away from the tension. But uh, how would you all feel about being willing to describe <laughs> this? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Hair. Okay, gotta do. Okay, that hair, Wait, 11 stop. of 10. Yeah, I agree. I now, agree. Start from the top. Describe this. What, are, what are the players see? What are you, the players, seeing? Purple emo hair. Know. But on it's a, like long. This is a zombie. Is this a human? On a jacked zombie humanoid character. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It also, um, for some reason, is still wearing capris. Yeah, like and, like, <laughs> like like denim capris. It's standard. Like I once was alive and now I'm dead. <laughs> and has a harpoon. A harpoon. It did and come out of the water. It's a harpoon. What yeah. is that in his other hand? It looks like there looks like there's a an end to the side uh, of the. No, that's book. just illustrations oh, okay. on the book. Oh, okay. And he, he doesn't have that weapon in his hands. You just see this figure sort of break out of the water, and you can like see as Jason said, it maybe looks a little jacked, but part of it I think is the idea of like it's the few ropey muscles that the oh, fat yeah. hasn't gone away yet. And you can see the ribs from it, the like sallow face where parts of the skin have just like left. And there's just long purple hair hanging down one side. Yeah, it, it is like weirdly discolored hair. Get behind me, child. Yes. And so he sort of starts walking. Ari just like <laughs> looks at Arthur. I start running. Like, you're literally younger than me. And so you're you have the horses and are on the wrong side of the river, Jason. Looks like you're right. on the wrong side I of the river. I thought I was like running down towards closer to where Lucky was. Like I walked yeah, away yeah. a little bit. I would I would legitimately yeah. tell it halt. And it stops. It stares at you across the river. I, I didn't think that would work, to be quite honest. What? It's in the middle. What you can hear is... us both if we yell. Yeah. What are you? And he's just staring at Arthur. Is you a friend of yours? Wrong the bell. That that is true. I did ring the bell. Oh, um, God. Yep. You are not my tormentor. And it's like doing whatever it can to move any oxygen out of like collapsed, gurgling lungs to try to make these words. Come closer. I'm having a hard time hearing you. He stays. Who in is the your of the tormentor? River. Bring me the stag lord's body. Cast him into the river that I may look upon his face in death or join me. Or join me? Us join you? It's unspecific. (laughs) Um, Can I roll something? Yeah, you want to just recall knowledge? Can I roll undead lore? Fuck yeah, what's cool. your bonus here? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's about plus five. Okay, plus five. Sure. So because this is a very specific lore, so this is a rotting body. It is an undead of some kind, but it seems to be somewhat intelligent. Um, you don't know exactly what it is, but it's some sort of creature motivated by by wrath yeah. by vengeance yeah. and your guess is that like it is one of those where like if its plight is resolved it will part from this world is being Kinda held like the here banshees from last game or from um yeah but those are specifically elves, elves right uh but the same idea of like i'm in a curse but if you break it i might be able to leave except that like this thing isn't cursed it's its own like it's bitter vindictive want of violence want of revenge is keeping its soul attached to its body who are you? I am Davik Nettles. Bring a fairy. me his body. Cast it anywhere into my river and I shall find it. If you allow us, and he points at Lucky, to cross the river safely, we will do what you say. I have no fairy. Oh, no bridge. I have only the want for his death. Bring it to me or join me in death. How did the stag lord torment you? And he, his body just starts sinking into the river. But you do get a look is at it. Is there a better way to cross? <laughs> his body is, is covered in burn scars. Oh, jeez. Oh, like him in the building. Scars. Uh, what the fuck? What an asshole. In Ragatheel's name, I will give grant you your vengeance. Oh, shit. All right, you've now taken an oath of vengeance. I'm going to keep that in mind for cool. some of your uh, edicts and anathemas. Hell yeah. Um, So is he saying that he's going to come up and kill us if we don't bring him the stag lord? Mm. It, it does seem to somewhat hint that, yeah. That's it's right. implied. I think it's idle threats. He seems stuck to this river. Um, You do receive a, another quest, Davik's Revenge. All right. This optional side quest. Davik Nettles, is that what you said? Yep, because it's Nettles Crossing. What did you do to your hair? He's gone. <laughs> How did you get it that cool? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's a long time to bleach into like white hair. That would take forever and be so expensive. I know everyone got really into it after Game of Thrones, but like it's a whole thing to maintain hair this color. Uh, I think we're wow, climbing back across and being like, guys, like, guys that was that was crazy. That was I weird. think it would be freaking terrifying to crawl across this river on a uh-huh. rope after that happening. So well, go ahead and to. give me climb checks. Well, I'm not climbing. So, <laughs> or climb. checks. so while you're doing it, <laughs> Nikolai has tell us. arrow drawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a 27 again. I rolled Crit the exact success. same thing. I got a 14. A failure, but not a critical failure. As you're going across, one of your legs slips off. Give me another check. Huh. You don't make it all the way across. My leg. It's the armor. It's so clean. Let <laughs> <laughs> me slip off that the rope. No purchase on the God, rope. that's not much better. That's a 16. That's fine. You make it. You need to get across. It's it's night now. The sun has set. And I will say, aside from the horrifying uh, undead thing that just crawled its way onto the water, it is it's oddly beautiful here. The moon has come up from the mountains to the east, and it's glinting off of this river, working and winding its way across these rolling fields. When the yeah. moon is in the Nettles' house, <laughs> exactly. and Jupiter aligns with 
Farch. Farch. <laughs> Farch. Farch. You know, we're almost out of Farch. I'm yeah. really sorry. Yeah. What is what is a what is the, the Galarian April? I'm gonna have to look that up. Galarian March is not Farch. It's Farch. <laughs> it <is> now. <laughs> you know, we're just gonna look up uh, Gul- Pathfinder calendar. Let's see um, I think Ari is traumatized by that because that was scary. Ah, your first encounter with the undead. Oh, yeah, uh, is it? Yeah. Yes, they are quite disturbing. I have made it my goal in life to rid them of this area. <laughs> ah, great. Good, good, good. It's very important, you see. Um, should just is like uh-huh, Where are you going? yeah totally uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> Bye. um gozrin april is gozrin after gozrin, gozrin. that's right what oh. how should we cross the the river you know that there's a shallowish part we have to go to the shallowish part should and we wait till morning that's probably a good idea yeah it's about 25 miles from here to oh. the southwest Jeez. you have okay. to follow the river you'll go right you actually go right by the soot scales cavern <laughs> Okay. You could, it would be pushing into the night a little bit, but you could make it to the Sutscales Cavern tonight if you... Nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, walking at night is not a good idea. We could be trailed by something and not know it. Sure. So you'll make, are you, you going to go make camp somewhere else? You're going to make camp on the river edge here. I say right here. Yeah, sure. But I also think that <laughs> it would be like extremely unsettling. Sure. Okay. I, ha- I have sworn that he will have his vengeance. I think he is sated. <laughs> Time will tell. So you rest, you make it through the evening. Uh, do you prepare any special meal? Or yeah, yeah, tonight. Nikolai, go fishing in the river. Fish on yeah, a stick. Fish on a stick. You, you do have so you give me a subsist roll here to get enough special ingredients to get fish from the river. Super trained, retrained to take forager. My favorite. Ooh. Oh, so that you literally you hunting would have been you retraining, focusing retraining on foraging. For, I got a natural yes. nineteen. Cool. So that's going to crit success. So yeah, you'll have enough supplies. Give me a survival check. Or oh, do you have cooking lore yet? Not yet. Okay. Give me a survival check to cook squirrel on a stick. Fish is the squirrel of the sea. Of course. Um, famously so. I don't want to poison anybody. Oh. Mm-hmm. Turning that patch in. Let me 20. Over and hey. check. Uh, what's the DC for this? Weather, camping... Fish on a stick is what I hear. Or squirrel. Yeah. Uh, fish or on both. a stick. Or both. Okay, yeah, a little you, squirrel, a little fish. You <laughs> succeed. Kebabs. Um, <laughs> so everyone, uh, everyone, for the next day, you're going to be able to go longer without fatigue, which probably is helpful because I'm guessing that uh, Ari doesn't get as much sleep tonight sleeping near the undead river. Probably a good, yeah. good guess. Yeah. Jane, what do you think? Do you get as much sleep No, okay. absolutely not. You'll take first watch then? And yeah, then, I'll take uh, the first watch. Trent... <laughs> Because you only need to sleep seven hours tonight because fish on a stick is your favorite meal. Yes. <laughs> Which I fucking love. I will take the first watch. Uh, Ari was taking first watch. Oh, yeah. I will take the second watch. All right. You make but it through the I'll night. Do last. Sure. What did you see? And not <laughs> Yeah, always something. <laughs> it's always you. Always something. <laughs> you did feel I like saw. you heard something moving in the river, but maybe it was just playing tricks on your eyes. <laughs> um, so you work your way. You follow the river. You follow it down southwest. You curve around the soot scale cavern. Um, you keep going. What I will say is, as you're moving your way along the river, at one point you do... Nikolai... 
Nikolai is the most perceptive. Nikolai, you do pick out something kind of interesting during the the morning part of your travel. So not directly across, oh, almost directly across from uh, when you wake up in the morning as you're going down south of the crossing, uh, south of, well, where the ferry isn't anymore. Uh, you you do see something that sticks out to you. Um, it's something that looks a little odd in the terrain. You don't know exactly what it is, but from the distance, it does look like an odd hill that maybe shouldn't be there is on that south side of the river. That, which is the side we're on, right? No, you're on the north we're side. On the north side. Okay. Yeah, so there's like a weird mound. Like it's it's like a hill that looks sort of a little unnaturally like angular and not very high on the south side of the river. Is there anywhere to cross right here? Um, I, well, I guess how far away is the hill-ish? So the close, at one point, you'll be able to see that it's, it's sort of like an odd hill. The closest you'll probably ever make it staying on the, on the north side of the river is like two or three miles. Okay. I'll just note it on our map. Like, if you wanted to take a break here, a couple of you could try to, you would have to like leave the horses behind, yeah. but you could try to swim the river and go check it out, but otherwise, yeah, you'll just need to kind of come back later. Yeah, nah. Thank you. I can't swim. Ari's <laughs> yeah, not getting either. anywhere near Swimming into a athletics. river as long as there's a giant undead skeleton in it. You're quite the scaredy cat. For okay, she's never seen an undead before. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine how unnerving that would be the first oh, time yeah, seeing... Or any time. Especially <laughs> just like crawling up the water. Yeah, like yeah. standing on top of the water. Yeah. Like, I kind of imagine it being a little bit like the grudge or the ring, but like yeah, I feel like of all TV, of you really like glossed over water. what just happened here. Jane can be scared. Ari cannot. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen lots of undead. It's no big deal. It happens. This one time and last wall. Yeah. Um, so if you want to know where that is in the map at some point in the future, just tell me the like angular mound. Angular mound? Okay. Yeah, the weird mound. So you follow it. Um, you're able to make it. It's most of a day's travel because you don't have a road. Maybe it's a little faster because you're kind of near a riverbank. But you make it to this sort of shallow area that Olog's like, look, it's, you know, it's never, it's not a first choice. Ferries are the way to go. We should buy a canoe <laughs> for the future. Yeah. Okay. We have a wagon. That's yeah, not yeah, a boat. We can put the boat in the wagon. And well, so, again, but I'm saying like we still need a ferry to get our wagon across. That's true. Have you never played Oregon Trail? <laughs> no, I don't know what video games are. What is this Oregon? <laughs> so you make it to the section where there, there's sort of a the river splits, and a part of it goes north into the woods near the. And this is the Thorn River, the Thorn River Bandits, and a part splits off south to that lake near the Staglord's Fort. That's the one. All right, give me a survival check to look at this ford and sort of the best way across, one of you. I'll, so try, and, Jason uh, roll. I'll try and aid. Sure, yeah, go for the aid. Nope, I didn't aid. Okay. Yeah. Did you critically fail? No, I got an 11. Okay, yeah, you're fine. I got a 14. You, it looks like it's probably a pretty good place to ford. You, you can't, you're not 100% sure how deep parts of it are, but you think it does look pretty shallow most of the way here. Well, let's try it out. Looks good enough. All right, someone's going to need to give me a nature check to handle animals, especially for the wagon beasts across the river. Everyone else oh, can do be their me. best to get the horses across, but to get the wagon across with the horses is going to be more difficult. Okay. Can I aid, Nikolai? Yeah, sure. You if you're, you have to be at least, I'm going to say you have to be at least trained in nature to aid. I am. Okay, then yes, you can. So go ahead and roll that aid, Jane. Roll that aid, Ari. 21. Hey, that's a success. That's an aid. Um, so I rolled. Plus one. What do you got? 24. With the plus one? Yeah. All right. 
Just you work your way across it. At no point in your crossing, at least on the path you found, does it seem to be deeper than about three feet nice. at this point. Now, you know, other parts of the river are very deep. You work your way across the river. And I will say, Arthur, you keep swearing out of the corner of your eye like you see a figure silhouetted on the river. Only when you're not looking do you like see the silhouette of a figure on the river. Ugh. So he's just like, he knows. Maybe. All right, you cross it, and kind of based on... Are any of you working on making a map, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So based on sort of the map that you have, you begin to roughly sketch out, you think it's about another 35, 30, 35 miles to where you expect the Stag Lord's fort to be. It's another day and a half. Uh, no, uh, by horse, that's, that's a day. Oh, okay, that's a day. Yeah, okay. because on road, you can do four hexes. With oh, horses, okay. without hexes. roads. Yeah, without roads, you can do two hexes okay. in a day on a horse. On Got foot, it. one hex. Gotcha. Because the horses are faster. So when do you want to arrive? I'll say that right now it's like you're, you're sort of crossing this once again at like sunset. Um, so you, if you sleep through the night, you can make it there tomorrow afternoon. I think we should... Or tomorrow evening easily. If we're going to like ambush this place, yeah. we should do it at like... 4 a.m. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking like early, yeah. early, like just as the light is beginning to I think rise. We... Yeah. All right. Okay. So you'll make camp for another evening. It's the same sort. And of maybe deal. we can set. Like maybe we can leave some of our stuff over here. You know, like I don't know that I want all of our stuff to get absorbed by the stag lord. Well, so maybe I mean, we can like hide. We have to take the booze and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we can work on like poisoning that tonight, and mm-hmm. then. uh you still have a whole day's travel to even get there tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, once we get there, like, maybe we can sure, actually hide sure. the majority of our things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, we probably could have left some at the outpost, too. Yeah. Like, things that we didn't really need on hand. Jason, you've still got plenty of fish. You want to give me another survival check for fish on a stick? Yeah. You're well, making more fish on a stick? This makes me so happy. <laughs> I feel such joy. 21. <laughs> 21, yep. Uh, same thing. You all can uh, go a little bit longer, and you need a little less sleep. Sweet. All right. You travel through the day. It's, I can't imagine, like, it's, how are all your characters feeling, like, heading towards this? I mean, like, you've heard of her a lot, but like, you've met, you've heard the horror stories of, like, he's not even a man. You've seen the people he's, the literal, like, remnants of people he's killed. Yeah, Arya's full of dread, especially after that undead encounter. Sure. Oh, Arthur very much sees this as, like, okay, my time here is about to culminate. This is like, this is probably, once this is accomplished, I go back and then I head back to the last wall. All right. Um, I think Lucky's kind of pushing down any feelings and emotions about any of it. And it's just, you know, convinced himself that everything can die. So the Stag Lord's no different. Let's just get it. Let's get it done. Uh, this seems like probably the biggest fight that... Nikolai's ever been a part of for sure so there's a nervousness but um you know he's praying and you know maybe reading through some tomes as he's there to kind of like bolster his faith um and believe that Erastal sending him on this quest for a purpose and so you head out make it another day afternoon of this additional day so now it has been four days to get over there two days uh, to get here. So it's been it's been six days since yeah. you left Olog. So I don't know if any of you are folks who miss it, but it's been a while since you've had a, a bed that isn't on the ground or a meal you didn't have to cook yourself. 
but you finally, you get there and you can see right where some of the like, woods end. Cause like, this is a lot of plains, but there's still a lot of like plenty of like copses of trees. Is it copses, is that right? Copes. Cops. 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 Oh, yeah. They're fucking wrong. There's, you know, some cops of trees, but I'll say that you, uh, you get to a point where it's about 300 feet. You get to the edge of like a, a copse of trees and it's 300 feet up a 30 foot wide path winding up hard packed earth of a hillside to this this sort of fort and I actually I have a little illustration that's in the book it's a sort of rough thing it's meant to give GMs like sort of a basic idea of how some things are laid out in terms of verticality but I think it gives you a good context of like scale you see oh. this fort on top of a hill about 300 feet away Okay. Nice. How how bold of them to fly banners. Yeah. So it's you can see that there's there's like a wooden palisade, like high wooden walls, a couple of towers, an older stone building. You see like part of that stone building maybe doesn't look like it's all there. I mean parts of it have collapsed. But you can see a few of these towers that stick up behind this spiky wooden palisade surrounding it. And you can see what I said though, like when I say fork, it's not like, oh yes, a large complex. It's like a house with a small yard, with a small fence around its yard. Mm -hmm. And you see a, a single path leading up um, from the north, heading south towards it. And then kind of all other sides, it's just hard packed dearth with hard packed earth with maybe some rock, some, some, some medium sized boulders or stones in the hard packed earth. And to the south of that, the, the lake. Should we prepare our ruse? Mm. I'd say so. Yep. Throw on some amulets. <laughs> Beat him up a little bit. Put me in not actually secured manacles. Right. So should we wear the amulets or should we be like... They wear them, right? The, yeah. The bandits that do. we Do you think met. we should try to just... Encountered? Should we just try to blend in or should we be like, we're here to join you? Um. Because I feel I like they might be like, you guys weren't here before. Try to get it. You can try to join. Because it's pretty small. Yeah. I don't know. I think you should put on the amulets. Yeah. We'll put the amulets on. Okay. Just be like, yeah, we've just been out, you know, stagging. <laughs> you know, we've just changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the name of the uh, the lieutenant that you killed at the Thorn River camp? Uh, The lady. Mm-hmm. The twin axe lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I just remember the, dax the axes. Yeah. Cressel? Cressel. Maybe. I think it is Cressel. Yeah. The, one, the woman who, is this the one woman who uh, killed Biff? No. no that's a oh, different axe lady. Okay, good. <laughs> different axe yeah, bandit. I think it is Cressel. Alright, so uh, so who's going to be bound? Nikolai. Nikolai and, and Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. Alright, who's going to tie the knots? Can we... Uh, uh, what, is, what skill is that? I'm going to say survival or a relevant lore. Can I tie like a faux knot? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like tying... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that look good, but come off. Own? Or at least help show I'll do, you I'll do a survival is. to do that on both okay. of them, where it's like something that looks tight, but they can just easily be All like... All right, roll survival for me. Actually, you know what? This is be a secret check. You're not going to know until the moment can if I the knots are good enough. See if... Your aid can be public, and then okay. we're going to do Jane's check and see. But Jane, give me your die to roll for you. This is your doing. Yep. <laughs> I want everyone to know. 23. 23? Okay, that's a success. What's your bonus, Jane? Five. Okay. Plus... Well, six. Plus 
Yeah, okay. Sure. So you tie the knots. You get them on there. Uh, how are Lucky and Ari, what are you doing to make yourself? You're putting the amulets on. you doing anything else? Yeah, I think that we will also rough ourselves up to look however the, a lot of the bandits we've intercepted. Look. Punch yourself sure. in the face a little Lucky. bit. I'll throw up yeah. like a, a face bandana situation. Punch nice. me in the nose. Gladly. <laughs> do you even say that or do you just do it? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so you say gladly and you just <laughs> Ari punch. just looks at Arthur and is like, Try it. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna punch him. Roll an attack roll. <laughs> Lucky didn't have to roll an attack I was roll. There and told him to do I, asked for it. <laughs> I was literally asking for it. Uh, twenty two. What's your AC trend? That's that's a hit. Okay. So uh each of you, Lucky and Jane, each I'm gonna roll do a, a D4. No, that doesn't exist. Uh, a D4 plus your strength modifier, and we're gonna say that this is non-lethal. It heals at a point rate of one per hour. Um, so, three. so three damage. Lucky does three damage to Nikolai. Two. And <laughs> Ari does two damage to Arthur. I'm gonna mark that. Yeah, please do. You have you heals, heals at a rate of characters. one per hour. Um, Punching people. All right. So then uh, Nikolai spits out a bunch of blood, and he's like. So what, so you guys, you have the choice here. You could, you could approach the fort at the end of the sixth day of your journey, or you could stay overnight in the woods, sort of like in these woods and then come in the morning of the seventh day. I mean, I think we should go when there's some light because just in case there's an encounter, then we have to be able to see. We might find him half drunk and hung over as well. So maybe like first light, we just go. Okay, so you spend the night, you get ready, you punch, you're punching people in the face. Yep. And you if there was anything we had from any of the other bandits, like cloaks or jackets or sure. anything, like I wear that. Some, some of the okay. bottles. How many? So there was originally like 12 bottles mm-hmm. you took, and you, you've been working on one. So you have 11 bottles left. Okay. How many do you poison? One's, one got made into a How many can I oh, have? No, no, that was just some of her extra oh, alcohol. Okay. I only have two doses of the some of your pocket alcohol. giant centipede. <laughs> so you could say, I'm going to say for these bottles, that's maybe only one bottle. Okay. So we'll just take the one bottle. We'll be like, this is all we found. The rest is gone. Okay. okay. Well, we have I, other supplies that we can take. I, I take need a couple and drink them. I need yeah. someone the, on the empty one. Sorry. No, they yeah, won't be mad too. that we didn't give them the other ones if we drank them. What's up, Trent? I What's do that? need someone to carry my bastard sword and my shield in. Oh, yeah. The, they said that they'd like be carrying supplies. So well, what, what supplies do you still have that you didn't give back to Oleg? Um, okay, hold on. I gotta pull up, pull oh, up shit. the thing. Alright, so list. while you're looking that up, the two of you start escorting your quote-unquote prisoners 30 foot wide path, 300 feet. As you're working your way up towards this fort, you can see on this northern side, there's two watchtowers that sort of stick up and over the palisade. Um, let's go ahead and before I start really breaking into some stuff, let's, uh, let's talk about exploration modes. You're kind of doing some unique stuff. So who's doing what, uh, in your exploration modes? Uh, Ari's perceiving around. You're not trying to like, you're not just Scott, you're not pretending to be a bandit. Is that something I have to do specifically? I'm going to say, yeah, probably like, like playing a role, playing a bit. Okay. Can I do performance instead then? Uh, this will be a deception check. But I'm performing so well as a <laughs> bandit. 
I mean, at some point, if you need to put on a show, tell a story well. I am a bandit. I'm a bandit. <laughs> that's, bandit, bandit. that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do a musical. I am a bandit. <laughs> uh, so we're looking for a deception. Um, okay. Now, the prisoners, you don't really need to be putting on too many airs. So you are kind of a little free to be doing something else with your exploration if you want. I'm like looking for trouble that comes running up so I can be like, if they're. Yeah, yeah. I want to be scouting as well. Yeah, scout, Basically, yeah. like counting. Do you want to both be scouting, or do one of you want to be scouting? One of you want to be like looking for other details. I can search. I'll scout. Okay, Trent. What's your perception? B plus six. Okay, for uh, for no reason. Minus four. Plus six. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. You you're all walking up. Jared's checking the inv- the party inventory. Yeah, so there's, there's you, a number of things that we could. But you do you do have there. trade goods that you're willing to potentially part with? Yeah, yeah. We have like we have rations. We have some armor. We have. I, I think we just throw like we got tridents and darts and short swords from the the kobolds. And that we <laughs> swords and longbows. We can keep up there. Okay, um, sword. There's, there's stuff. And so, there's so you have I, suppl- I, you have like arms and armor. You don't have trade goods anymore, but you have arms and armor. We have rations too, but okay. yeah, we don't have like the furs. I gave the furs and stuff to. Okay, I think our news, or I think our story should be that we took out Kressel, and these two were part of her group, and we're like bringing them as we an offering. Took out Kressel, yeah, to be like. But wouldn't Kressel, that make Kressel, a mess? Kressel yeah. was weak. We took these guys out. What if Here we tried to attack Kressel, and yeah, what she if, died? Right. Yeah, these guys. We were with Kressel. These guys attacked. We brought, we took them down and like brought them in for you. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right. So here's the deal. Um, I'm going to need, are either of you an expert in deception? No. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you deceiving bastard. Mm-hmm. So uh, can take what I'll say lead. is, Jane, are you a trained in deception? No. Oh. But with Lucky being expert, it. Jane, you can follow, follow the, the expert. Oh, did you take that week to retrain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. See, this is, and I want to call this out because this. It's one of the reasons I love retraining if you have like a week or two because when you're lower level, the idea like if you know you're going into this environment and it's something that you think like can fit your class build, the idea that Lucky's like, we're infiltrating it, practicing lying, like getting settling in, exploring the headspace. Here's what I'm going to say. I was just uh, gaslighting knock knock the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) So Jared, uh, go ahead, take this uh, this Colorado patch because I think that's a really cool like Lucky preparing and because you've even talked about being a little more erudite like as a mastermind rogue the idea of seeing something preparing for it learning the skills so jane you'll get to follow the expert which uh i'm horrible at knowing how to do and let's see if that's changed in player core the remaster a b c d e f does anyone else have to still do the alphabet sometimes? All the time, dude. I'm really glad Definitely it's not just the me. the LMNOP, QRST area is like... <laughs> it's a little rough. It's a little hazy. Yeah. All right, so here we go. So, Jane, you'll be making... You and Jared will be making deception checks for me actively, which is pretty fun. Choosing an ally, attempt a reoccurring skill check while exploring, such as climbing, performing, or a different exploration tactic. I'm going to say deceiving. The ally must at least be an expert in that skill and willing to provide assistance. While an expert, you can match their... You must match their tactic or attempt a similar skill check. So here you go. You're going to get to add your level as a proficiency bonus to this. Additionally... Ooh, you're gain a circumstance bonus for your skill check based on your ally's proficiency. So Jane, you'll gain your charisma plus your level plus two from getting assistance from Lucky. Lucky, I'll also cool. need 
deception checks, a deception check from you to be a bandit, pretending yeah. to be bandities. Charisma plus my level plus what? Two. Two. Okay. Sweet. All right. Let's go ahead and roll those. Let's, let's do some open checks. You're going to have to play along. If you roll low, you're already committed to this. Patch. Oh. <laughs> Jamie's going to roll and I hope it's good. But it's probably not going to be. Much better. You know what? Suck it, Trent. <laughs> Yep. Jared, how you doing? I rolled an 18 for 27. Hey. Jesus and fuck. And a 23 for Ari. Okay. So the two of you are are walking up and eventually there's um you hear a voice from someone in the northeast tower. Who uh who goes there? What you got? Uh by the bloody bones of St. Gilmore, who wants to know? Fuck. Isles. It's Isles. Isles wants to know. Hey, you know the fucking code, but who the fuck are you? No. Well. Sorry, he's like, look, you know the code, but I still don't know who the fuck you are. Men, uh, he sort of like whistles once or twice. When you hear a couple people start to move around. Come closer. You don't have to yell from halfway off the bloody hill. What's going on? Uh, we were with Cressel. She was, uh, taken down. And um, who are the party guests with you? Ari will like shove Arthur down on the ground in front of her. And so you guys are sort of, I imagine now, up at the, sort of the top of the hill. But this is like a large gate in front of you. This is the best day of Ari's life. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you brought them here for? They were some of the people who attacked us and Brett. we took them and we've brought them here uh, as a gift. Um, for me, you probably shouldn't have. For you? Oh, God, what's it going to do to me? <laughs> Jesus. I swear the new recruits have no sense of humor. Uh, fine. Open the gates. Do you have anything else or just party guests and news of how you had your ass kicked? Yeah, we got some some stuff. We have some goods. We'll show you. All right. That's fine. Didn't get our asses kicked as bad as Cressel. What happened to her? She's dead. Well, shit. Had to happen one day. And so you see him, he kind of leaves, just give it a minute, we'll get the doors, and walks away to the northwest. You uh, him sort of call out as he heads down, um, calls out to the northwestern tower. I'm jumping around trying to find all my notes on the, like, every single person inside this place. <laughs> just says, like, Falgrim, Falgrim, keep watch. Make sure when no one sneaks up on us when we open the doors. There's folks out there taking down and kind of mums a week its way. It's a couple minutes later. You hear quite a few voices and the gate begins to like, and you can hear like several people straining as they just, as they drag this gate sort of laterally open in order to, uh, to create space. And you, you kind of get a look now at a, a small dusty courtyard. You can see that there's like, that's really all there is separating the palisade from this inner these inner structures. Maybe it was once sort of a single fort, but over years has fallen apart. And so now you have a main stone building with these watchtowers, sort of ramshackly made walkways and platforms 20 feet up in the air above you, connecting the watchtowers to the roof of the main stone center building, the watchtower to each other and stairs. The ground here is hard packed and barren earth. You can see there's a couple of barrels on the inner wall of the palisade with wooden or metal buckets nearby. There's not a whole lot of space. Like once you've come in from you at the palisade to the main front doors of the stone building is 15 feet. It's pretty wide though. It's 70, 80 feet wide, but like 
Around the edge of the building, there's some areas that's maybe only five feet between the palisade and the building inside of it. You see the uh, the man who, who let you in, who's relatively soft-spoken, and a few others who are starting to file out from inside of the main stone building when uh, the doors here are, are opening. Um, yeah. About how many people would you say? So... You, you've seen, you see, you saw three watchtowers. You know there's at least people in the two northern watchtowers. And then, um, as you, do, 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 as you, uh, is that, and then you see four bandits, four other figures coming out of the main building. So at this point, you've clocked six people in total. Okay. The door is open, and, um, kind of like, what have you got here? What's, uh... What's... You know what? Looks over one of the men. Go, uh... Go get number two. And you see one of the men, like, run off and kind of run back into the building. Sorry. That's nothing personal. You have the right codes, but I don't know who the fuck you are. Who does number two work for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought and so there's a couple of all bandits there. Everyone's got like hands on swords casually, but like everyone's got hands on the pommels of weapons. Well, we worked with Cressel and she told us to come back here when she knew that the camp we were at was getting attacked. She was killed. So you killed left her the... to die? No, we fought with her, but she died because she was kind of weak and lame. Yeah. And he kind of gives you like gives you an odd eye. So the man that you're talking to, let me see if I have a little more of it. It's Kressel's husband. <laughs> it's Mr. Kressel. It's Mr. Kressel to you. So you kind of picked up. His name seems to be Isles. He's a relatively soft-spoken man. His demeanor has been has been calm for the most part. Um, the others that you see come out. I'm going to tell you names just so I can because I don't have physical descriptions for all of them. The, uh, the other folks that come out, and I'll kind of run you through what you pick up on them, is Kragger, Topper, Backhanded Jeb, and Nori. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, backhanded I like the, Jeb. I like the idea that everything Jeb says is just like a backhanded compliment. Right. Like, and as a matter of fact, Isles, I think, will even sort of say, like, well, I haven't had the pleasure. I'm, I'm Isles. Who, who are you? What's v- it? Victor. Victor? Fig. Fig. Right. Well, over here, what did I say? My name is Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> You're gagged. <laughs> this is Nori, and you see um, Nori is, like, quite uh, quite small. Um, and even, like, as he's kind of sitting around, he's, like, rolling his shoulders and, like, snorting and just sort of, like, grumbling to himself a little bit. Um, there's backhanded Jeb, who's a uh, Bears a little bit of a resemblance to Isles, uh, and okay. kind of visually. And then I say, and he just says it? things all the time, like "You look really good for your age." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think I also said Cragger, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, yep. Cragger. So you see this guy who kind of limps out. Um, he does, he's very quiet, looking at all of you really furtively, like really watching you, like really fucking carefully. And then I say Topper was the last one. Uh-huh. And this is a, a redheaded man who's like quite attractive. Um, I just believe, you said, said I believe <laughs> you said he was yeah. hot. And Isles is like, just give me a minute. They're going to get, uh, they're going to get Ismort. And it's, it's maybe four or five minutes later when you see 
this, you know what? I think it's time. Yay. Hey. Oh. Uh, oh, hello. Oh, sir. hello. <laughs> silver fox. He's, he's yeah. a silver fox. He's, he's got a good looking guy. He's, he's got kind of, yeah, yeah, human. human. Um, he's got a bow and a sword. Um, and a. a broken, oh, and no, it's just part of the. Okay. Yeah, I had to crop the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face scar kind of situation. He's got really nice armor. And got yeah, really like, nice armor. Like Hair, seven of ten. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, like long ish. Long ish, like nape of the neck kind of thing. It's like, like beard. I know I'm not hair, but I'd give it eight just because of the silver. Oh, yeah. Foxiness. What's, what's the hair rating, Jane? I said seven of ten. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, he reminds me a lot of Joel from Last of Us, the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very yeah. much looks like him. I got Aragorn vibes as soon oh, as I for sure. Bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I'm kind of disappointed that. that he's a bad guy and we're going to have to kill him. I know. Definitely a ranger because he's got that sword and the bow. So he sort of he's he strides out. Um. What is all this of his you theme music? <laughs> swaggering out, <laughs> sashing. No, he and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> you banded here often. No, so he he walks out, and it's like it's controlled, clipped steps. His head's down, like he's he looks like he's brooding constantly. Uh, yeah, he is Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out. What are you doing? What Kick, do you want? Kicks a helmet. I don't know you, but my men say you know the codes. You know the cant to get in here. What business have you here? Well, we were we were with Kressel, and she died. Her camp was attacked, and she told us to come <sighs> here. Fuck, we haven't heard from her in a week or two. Well, that's why. And who are these? Part of the attackers. Some of the attackers. Was it Fig and Vic? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I hadn't heard in her last report, but she wasn't exactly erudite in her record-keeping, but I guess none of us are. It's beside the point. So you have what? These two who attacked you and you want us to torture them to death or something? Oh, we just thought we'd bring them as a sign of goodwill. And you see Isles smile at that, like a (laughs) wide tooth, really calm one, just a big grin. I mean, it's not up to us to decide, so. Yeah. I mean, she told to us to decide the whole fucking point of this. I don't know. Apparently, for some reason, she said that these two needed to get taken straight to the stag lord himself. So she said this, what, when she was being murdered? Well, we were, our camp was getting attacked, and she said she had some very important information. I don't know if she... We didn't know her well. We were just part of the group for a while, and honestly, we have nowhere else to go, so we thought so we'd I, come here. I want to understand this right. You were told you must get this very important information. I don't know if it was important. She just said, take these two to the stag lord while we were getting attacked. I'm going to need a deception (laughs) check. Now, I'm going to say you're still following. You're still following uh, the lead here. So you still get your level plus two plus your charisma. That's a 28. Whoa. Natural 19. Okay. It's like, all right, fine. It's not my place to question. I'm sorry. It's been... Well... Obviously, it's been quite a bit. Getting word of, of so many dead is never helpful. Besides these so two, did many you come dead? empty-handed? Is there more than Kressel? You not heard? No. Eh, doesn't matter. Uh, do you come empty-handed outside of these two? Of course not. No, we got a cart full of stuff. Where's your cart? We've got it. We have the cart. It's here. You brought the whole cart. Are like, you with blind? Horses? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I thought you said you left like that stuff. Stacked. No, we no, left. We, we left like our that. important stuff no. back. Anything we don't want them to steal, we left okay. it with Svetlana and Oleg. And well, then this is just the stuff that we intended to kind of use for this and sacrifice to this anyway. Okay. We're, We're risking the drama. The drama? No, no, no drama's not, not here. Drama. Okay. <laughs> so you just left her tied to a tree for wolves. She's at Svetlana <laughs> and Oleg. <laughs> She's with Claptrap. 
Yeah. <laughs> She's snuggled up with Claptrap. They're having tea. It's fine. <laughs> Netflix and chilling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to come back he and there's a little around. horse llama hybrid baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The drama. <laughs> he walks back around. All right, Fig, what have you brought? Huh? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she'll she'll kind of like, whatever, if there's a little like tarp, like roll it up and be like some standard things, things that we had, um, some valuable items, things we've taken from others. And there's a pretty Weapons. decent bottle of booze in there. Uh, and you hear Topper like, well, it's a night to celebrate boozes back, boys. Ooh. And I like the way you think, Topper. It's more just like, it's not for you. Is this all you have? Is this the only booze you brought? That's the only that we've come across, so yeah. Fine. You know the deal. I'm not much of a drinker. (sighs) He's enough. Deception. 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 (laughs) He he mutters under his breath, he's another drinker for all of us. And I'll take this back to him. The morale here is really high. Wait, is she straight up bringing the poisoned bottle of booze straight to the stag lord? Amazing. Yeah. I, I rolled really high on my deception. Hell yeah. Um, um, can I roll something to assess this guy a little bit more? Like, his vibe seems a little off. Like, do you think that he's maybe... Like, how all in is he on this whole stag lord so thing? So this is a sense motive. Okay. All right, so you're, now you're going to be focusing more on sensing motive than deceiving. So what's your perception bonus? Seven. Yeah, something seems a little off um, about him. You you don't know what intrinsically that would be, but you do sense that there is sort of an odd discomfort to him. Um, where's Nikolai's bow? Can uh, I, on, on my back. Can I have a prediction really quick about this guy? Sure. I think that he's not actually a bandit. He's some sort of like undercover cop. And um, he's <laughs> undercover cop. Which one? <laughs> Number, Number two. two. Yeah, I think that he's like some undercover guy, and he's like, you know, like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. And then as soon as we start fighting the stag lord, he's gonna be like, well, I hope wait, true. I'm here to fight the stag wait, lord. He's a good undercover cop. He'll jump in. Are you telling <laughs> me you think he's a stag sergeant? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> as he's walking back with the bottle of booze, he looks and sees the, he just sees the bow on your back. What did you get that from? I just kind of pack my thumb over to this dude. Uh, Nikolai, and you see him like kind of blanch a little and like get white as he just like stomps back off into the building. I look at each like one of you and just real quick and then kind of look back down at the ground. And Isles kind of looks at two of you like, well, I suppose bring them in. Dovin will know what to do with them, if nothing else. I'm sure his companion will have some fun. <laughs> All right. I'm really worried about what torture I'm going to be. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, bring them in. So we're bringing them in. We're bringing them in. <laughs> this so, is a fun plan, right, you guys? A few. So Isles goes back up towards the um, watchtower. And the four other kind of walk with you, take helping like take them and some supplies back into this central room. And the, you kind of go into this main room of the Stag Lord's fort here. It's, it's not huge. It's maybe 20, 25 feet across on the side. And it's kind of deep. And you can see where there's like the main stone masonry exterior has been split up by like wooden walls on the inside, where over time the plaster has worn away and there's still some bits of plaster left over where the masonry is 
and like a lot of the scenes have been like retrofitted of an old rundown fort to sort of make smaller rooms inside of it. Um, so let me give you that flavor text. I just want to note that I am flabbergasted that for once the <laughs> pretend to be prisoners gambit has actually yeah, paid off. For once. So yeah, something we keep yet, trying so we'll over see. and over. Yeah. So you walk in, the edges of this drafty room are crammed with uh with small goods. There's dirty bowls and utensils lying on the floor of packed dirt next to a few crumpled bedrolls, a chamber pots tucked into a corner. Despite the draft, because there's not really doors to the front of it, there's just big open holes in the masonry where it looks like doors used to be. Um, despite the draft, there is still a notable stink of unwashed bodies and stale food that lies heavily in the air. You see on the western wall, so as you're coming in from the north, it'd be like on your right, there is a large iron gate. It looks like it used to be the gate to these palisades, maybe even the gate to the front door of this building, but it's been ripped off and it's wedged behind a 10-foot-wide gap in the western wall where it looks like the masonry has fallen down and there's like a little cave or a holding cell on the other side of that. Chips of ancient plaster flake from the walls exposing the stone construction. Whatever plaster still clings to the stonework is covered with strange and erratic scribbles and pictographs. Hard-packed earthen floor, but in the southeast corner there is a pile of fallen rubble from the platform 20 feet above that blocks the passage to another room. So you came in from the north. You can see to the south where it sort of opens up into another like add-on construction of wood. It looks like maybe the wooden structure beneath one of the walkways above. On the left, there is um, like another wooden wall separating the room. And so the, the other part left is that southeast they're talking about where like there looks like there was an interest in another room and a cave-in from the ceiling has blocked that off. In this room, though, you do see another man who's just sitting back idly on a chair looking up at all of you while uh, he's... What has he been doing here? Yeah, so he's he's sitting back and just sort of watching, seeing you all come in, quietly sharpening a knife. And he looks, it's time for it again. Yay. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Uh, um, huh. So, wait, wait, so he kind of human... You guys seen School of Rock? <laughs> yeah. When the guy at the very end has on that like halter, that leather halter. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that vibe. Um, um very like emo hair situation. He looks like a member little, of Death Clock. Yeah. One little highlighter piece. Uh, yeah, he's got like a leather uh, crop top on. Yeah. I believe he said he was hot. A little bit of mesh. <laughs> he looks like he's in a Finnish <laughs> metal band. A lot of yeah. tattoos. Uh-huh. Ascot. He has an ascot on. He also an ascot. a soul patch. And a rapier. Yeah. A soul patch. Yeah. A bunch of daggers, belts. Everything is belted on. So, so many belts. Of course. Or buckler. Some like little neck kerchief thing. Uh, a lot yeah. of eyeliner. Some really nice a earrings. A lot of eyeliner. Yeah. Yeah. But all black. Mm-hmm. And uh, looks looks pretty evil. He's pretty pale. Probably listening yes, to quite pasty. My Chemical Romance in his earbuds. <laughs> uh-huh. For sure. I, uh, I was going to say, he attacked. looks like an MCR band member. <laughs> the Black Parade is pumping out of his ear. When I was a young boy. <laughs> a young bandit. <laughs> and he sort of looks up at... All of you, like, snog, like, pulls back his lip from a little bit of it. And the other bandits kind of look around and they're like, Dovin, um, 
what you uh what you want us to do with these prisoners it's like well I don't know leave them in the armory for for all oh, he'll play with them who's that oh you haven't met my compatriot well no afraid not he's a jolly man enjoys the finer things in life a good scream the terror flesh plays with him like his little toys he keeps up on the roof sounds like a hoot well oh, very fine do you have something to say perhaps he'll enjoy a session with you next ah i just said he sounds delightful oh we're all fun here you must be new people here are so touchy uh-huh how dare you say that about me i don't think we've been introduced <laughs> i don't think so either and just stares at you like waiting and she stares back smiling <laughs> so he is going to attempt to intimidate you um no oh, he's not dear. he's not actually gonna do that oh i think he should try no he's gonna stop he's like fine <laughs> I, i'm dovan Onisrok. that sounds familiar no do you want to make a society check yeah. i'll let you leave that open <laughs> yeah i'm not very good in society but yeah yeah no that's a fail it's like an eight Okay. So, um, you, you've heard of it. Uh, Nishrock is in Nidal. Mm. Oh, Isn't that, that like the pain totally country? Yeah. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. It's basically, it's pain uh, country. it's, it's, <laughs> if, it's if the, it's if the creatures from Hellraiser ran a country. Right, yeah. Right. Well, lovely. Some weird peeps over, over that way. Sounds yeah. like fun. And sure enough, they then lead Arthur and they take Arthur and, um, the other bandits take Arthur and Nikolai from you, and they lead you back out into the courtyard, which remains you knew. And then sort of in the main opening on the north side of the building is sort of split by this wooden wall, and they lead the two of you into another room. And it looks like sort of a, an open-air armory where this part of the roof has collapsed. There's a set of stairs that are going up to a platform that seem to connect to the, at least one of the watchtowers. There's a couple of closed chests in this room, and they're going to tie your... They're going to check your knots, and they're going to tie them to the stairs. Can I can I do one there was one thing I was going to do before we got ushered out of here or like sure. while we're walking up there with them. Mm -hmm. I want to try to slip Arthur like one of the daggers that and like whether it's into like a boot or like I don't know somehow just like pass off one of the cuz you guys don't have any weapons right now, right? Nope. Yeah. So I'm going to try to give Arthur one of Biff's just daggers. Just hands. Alright, so this is going to need to be a thievery check Can in do. order to pull this off. I have the DC of the people who are watching you. 21. Can I, can I, okay. Wait. Can I aid with uh, yeah. with uh, deception? Uh, I'm going to say that this is only one. If too many of you are doing it, it becomes too obvious that there's too much attention being paid. Okay, it's a 19. Okay. You don't know if anyone perceived you All right. or not. So I... I'm pretty sure that while they're trying to check our knots is when we're like, fuck that. Catch these hands, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I'm not letting my knots get tied up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say two of the bandits brought you back. And I think it's. <laughs> and we're going to be like, God damn it. Those people we captured are getting Man, away. I'm going to say it's Nori. It's Nori and backhanded Jeb. <laughs> That's are the one with I wanted. You. Oh, sure us? enough, you I see you're Nori. Uh, you're normally just like oh, these, like the really small one. He's sort of like rolling his shoulders and like always <laughs> when he's around you. He's nuts. Oh, good thing we checked him. This looks like shit. And you hear um, backhanded Jeb's like, well, yeah, those new ones, they're not all they look. Pieces of shit. 
I'm sure they're just bad at tying knots. Nikolai's oh, getting well, more and more bitch. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is it Arthur who you who snatched the dagger to, Jane? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Arthur, I'm going to need you to roll your choice here of athletics or deception for initiative. Uh, definitely athletics. So it'll be, can you burst out of your ropes quickly enough? Mm-hmm, you're going to take mm-hmm. a minus because you're choosing athletics. Mm-hmm. Now, don't roll yet. What are yep. you going to choose to get out, Nikolai? Athletics or deception? Or if you have like a thievery, I'd also to accept that to get out. Or I'll take some, acrobatics too. I got some thievery. You want to roll initiative with thievery? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal. Because you picked athletics, which should be the easiest, the sure. knots were not perfectly tied. You're going to take a minus two on this initiative. Okay. So go ahead and pause this scene for there. We're going to go back into the main room. Um, I'm going to say, uh, what are the two of you taking in, Lucky and Ari, as you're kind of in this room with talking with Dovan, and that leaves with you with Topper and... Um, God, I'm trying to remember all these fucking bandits. Topper and... Who's the other one? Cragger. Topper, Cragger, and Dovan are all in here? Yes. And number two took all of our stuff, including the poison booze. No, he took the booze directly back. To the Staglord. He went somewhere to the south. You don't know. I think she'll just be like, so what's the deal with this place? Like, what's... Yeah, what do you... What what do do you do? What do you do here? How do you not know? We do what we want. We live how we choose. We're free here. Where do you sleep? And looks around <laughs> at the bedrolls on the fucking floor. What do you that think? That sounds miserable. It's not fun, but I don't know what the fuck you want about it. Couldn't afford a, you know. Must not be very good at banditry then. And you even see a dove sort of roll his eyes on his breath, but can't all be number two. Oh, uh, do you, uh, what do you think of him? He seems like rather impressive person honestly he looks so strapping and capable i thought he looked like a temper a temperamental asshole personally <laughs> what oh are you kidding he was charming and strong looking oh i think uh <laughs> okay, you're not here <laughs> so who's taking lead on what are you trying to accomplish here i want to get information out of him about like the dynamics of the bandits here so now this is going to take 10 minutes to do. We're not going to role play for 10 minutes about this, but how are you going to engage? Are you standing there? Talk to me about how you sort of connect on this front. Yeah. I mean, I think we're just standing there talking to him and I think Ari, what Ari is kind of going for is like trying to bait him a little because she noticed the like snarky, like, Oh, we can't all be like him. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think she wants to kind of like bait that by being like, Oh, he looks so impressive. And like, Lucky's like playing off of it with the, like, oh, I thought he looked like an asshole. We're right. kind of like almost good cop, bad copping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this guy about the number two. And so who's who's leading this Probably check? Lucky. Sure. Um, and what would you say your desired outcome here of uh, possibly successful checks are? I think we're just trying to glean information. I mean, you know, in a perfect world, we can maybe sow some some discourse, but I think mostly we're just looking to see like, what is the hierarchy here? Who falls where? Yeah, could we like bait him a little bit like about uh, his role here? We're, we're new recruits, but what does that mean exactly? Does that mean like we're lower on the totem pole? Or if we just kind of hold our own? Also, I think I would kind of like to know where like the actual location of the stag lord on this compound is. Like where is his office or where does he <laughs> hang out? 
I mean, that'd be a, a pretty bold and obvious ask, but okay. Yeah, but I think like kind of by talking about number two, who's like obviously going to liaise with him, we're trying to kind of figure that out. Yeah, totally. All right. Um, let's Don't see. Don't have to be so judgy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm interested in knowing. A couple of things. Jane, make your aid check. What skill, what skill do you think you're using to aid? Uh, can I do performance? No. <laughs> performance is very much like singing, dancing, storytelling. It is entertaining, not convincing or pushing. Uh, I mean, so in that case, is there anything I can do besides deception? Diplomacy? Intimidation? You know, those are options. I think diplomacy is entirely possible. Yeah, I'll do diplomacy. All right, roll an, roll an aid with diplomacy. It's a little higher here, so I have the DC here. DC 17 is the aid. Patch. <laughs> oh, shit. Jane's gonna roll. You know what? <laughs> All right, whatever, I'll take it. What is it? Um, Hold on, hold on. 16. So that's a fail. Terrible math. You're not aided. You're all on your own. All right. Okay. He hates Give me, me this deception check. <laughs> it's because you called him a silver fox. He didn't <laughs> like him. Yeah. So give me this deception check. It's fun stuff. Lucky yes. Oh, oh patch in, in the patch. Your giant stash of oh. patches yeah. over here. Yeah, you that might was need a drop. it. That was not a roll. <laughs> I might need it. Okay, that's better. I'll take that. What do you got? Uh, 24. He's like, ugh. And he gestures to the south, where it looks like, I told you, like, there was sort of a room that was added on that looks like it was just built underneath another walkway platform. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. That's sort of nothing of a man. He's only been here for a few months, and already, and once again, sort of gesturing to the south, southwest now, already he's so taken with everything about him. He's shit, though, really. Ugh. And he looks at you and he says it, not worth any attention at all. I agree. Not no hmm. one of actual substance or style. Who does have substance and style around here? Any looks that you have to ask is insulting. Besides you, of course. Besides me, there's no one really. That's why Not you even here. the stag lord. We've well, heard so much about him. Uh, okay, now we're going to cut away. Hey, uh, <laughs> Jared, I've got a really, really important question. Sure. Mm. What's the DC? For the centipede venom? That's a great question. I will have to look. It's Give giant me one centipede second. venom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think it's been enough time. Probably like 15. Well, that's, that's going to be bad news. Motherfucking stag yeah, it's, dead. it's probably not. Okay, <laughs> if that actually works, I am going to okay be if so Nicola excited. Dies if that works. <laughs> that's how cool If that it is. works, we 17? all deserve 25 patches. <laughs> Looks like 17. Ooh. Yeah. That's okay. what it looks like. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna make a roll. This is a very Can we patch roll. you probably in like advance a, so that you have probably disadvantage? probably like a plus 14 or something crazy. So it's at exactly this time that you hear a bellowing roar and a door <laughs> slam Stop. open as you hear an unearthly, an un... Uh, an un... I'm trying to think of the right word. It's 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 unearthly. It's uncomfortable. It seems unnatural, like uncanny almost. Roar, assassins! <laughs> and at the same time that you hear a door to the south of you slam open, 
every single bandit's hand goes to the blade at their side. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but you also hear a deep growl from behind that gate on the west side of the room in a shape bigger than any horse or bear move in the darkness. Tune in next time when I'm probably going to have to wear my green room shirt again. Oh no! Did we get him? I think we got him. <laughs> the Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.